Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the Greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mufuni, and it's listener letter time. We have a really interesting letter this week in response to something that Velmic shared with us in the inside story a couple of weeks ago. The letter is from orphan matron Nightingale in Stormwind, and she writes, To whom it may concern, one of your listeners here in Stormwind told me that you reported on your program about a stuffed toy that was found at Refuge Point that may have belonged to a little girl in the Arathi Highlands. Well, that little girl may be here. There is one little girl here who keeps talking about her lost toy, but we aren't sure where exactly she is from. We'd welcome a visit and the chance to reunite this little girl with her toy. Well, that is a wonderful letter to receive, and I'm going to tell Velmic about this as soon as he comes into the studio. Thanks for writing. And now... On with the news. As the battle between the Horde and the Alliance continues to wreak devastation throughout Azeroth, with neither side able to gain a distinct advantage over the other, speculation on what the faction leaders will do next is widespread and varied. Warchief Sylvanas Windrunner, without the aid of her right-hand orc, Varrock Sourfang, seems to be unable to make any significant advances beyond the horrific burning of Teldrassil. With the respected orc leader Sourfang imprisoned in Stormwind Stockade, there are reports of discontent with the warchief, especially amongst certain orc and Torin clans. I was able to speak to a member of SI7 who was recently passing through Pandaria and stopped by the Lazy Turnip. She shared with me that there is speculation of a possible rift forming in the Horde, that Alliance leadership would be well advised to take advantage of, and she hinted that King Anduin could be considering taking advantage of his past relationship with Torin chieftain Bane Bloodhoof. The Half-Hill Report will continue to monitor this story and will provide more information as we receive it. The Half-Hill Report is made possible this week thanks in part to a grant from the Half Hill College Alumni Association, proudly serving alumni and helping to ensure the continuing mission of this fine institution. March on, Mushans, march on. And speaking of the Mighty Mushans, it's time for sports news. The Mighty Mushans of Half Hill Agricultural College continued their winning ways this week as they handily upended the Lightbringers of Argent Crusade Academy bringing their season record to 5-2 and two and clinching a postseason tournament berth. The Lightbringers put on an inspired defense through six periods of play, but in the end could not hold back the Mushan's charge. Mushan's head coach Mo Driftbranch complimented the Lightbringers on their gutsy showing and expressed special appreciation for the healing that they performed on the Mushan's during the mid-match break. With just one game left in the regular season, the Mushans were already preparing for the likely early tournament matchup against their league arch-rivals, 
the Fighting Fells of Orgrimmar Community College. Next week, the Mushans come home for their final regular season game against Pandaren rivals, the Cloud Chasers of Jade Forest College of Aeronautics. It's time for the Rizak Report, a semi-regular report from our goblin in the field, Rizak. So take it away, Rizak. So, college, how's you doing? Them grummels living up to their end of the deal? If not, you let me know, and I'll send some people to deal with them. I got lots of ogres working for me now, and you know what they do. <laughs> eh, sadly, my oasis deal fell through. Those trolls were as stubborn as a mushan. I kept telling them how much gold we could make on that resort, with very little investment, and they just kept saying no, they liked the things the way they were. What? I said, there's nothing here, just potential. But they pointed to that little pond and wouldn't talk to me anymore. Well, nuts to them, I say. Let them be poor. I got new deals to make. So, here I am at Castle Fraz Goblin Outpost, minding my own business, which I'll tell you about later, college, when I overhears this conversation. Seems there's a big silver mine just down the hill, and while they were trying to develop it, they found a whole bunch of big spiders. Cockbutton, the foreman, ran away with the guards, leaving a bunch of the miners to the spiders. Fortunately, some adventurers came along and released them from the webs, but they are mad. One of the miners, Rez Grimlock, came here to kill Cockbutton. All the shouting got my attention. Both of these moops being goblins, Cog offers Rez 20% of the profits not to kill him. But Rez says 50% or else. Personally, I don't see why Cog should get anything. So I pulls Rez aside to tell him I got bias for the silver and I'll give him 55%. But I'm dealing with another goblin here and he wants 60. So I says, okay, cause that silver is worth a lot. I'm still gonna make a profit, and he's still smarting from being wrapped up in a web and thinking he's gonna be a meal for a big ugly spider. <laughs> That's the only bad thing about this deal. Those spiders are still there, and I'm gonna have to send in my ogres to clear out the mine. Cuts into my profit a bit, but this is a long-term investment, so I can live with it. Okay, so now I gotta go see a guy about a skating rink. More about that later. See you later, college. Thanks, Rizak, for another fascinating and informative report. Did, did he say skating rink? Checking the Azeroth calendar, Day of the Dead wraps up today, so I hope you had a chance to experience this annual remembrance of those who have gone before us. The Dark Moon Fair tents go up tomorrow for another week of games and hijinks. And in just over a week, the Moonkin Festival will take place, a one-day celebration of all things Moonkin in Moonglade. It's time again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with our resident Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. So, Velmic, I have some news to share with you. Hey there, Tosh. So, what is, what is news? Well, I got a letter from the orphanage in Stormwind, and the little girl who lost the stuffed toy in Arathi Highlands may be there. 
Oh, that's great. I'll be so happy to give it to her. I'll make sure and go to Stormwind next week and visit. Wait, did you say orphanage? Yes, orphan matron nighting... Oh. Wow, I, I didn't think of that till just now. Well, uh, maybe they're just sheltering young refugees there. That, that could be it. Oh, I, I hope you're right. But still, good news is always welcome in times of war. And speaking of good news, I have a little of my own. I was going to ask, how was your visit with Tao Lin? Oh, it was a wonderful visit and so good to see her. And she was so happy to be home, even for a little time. We decided to go to Jade Forest and visit Dawn's Blossom and spend little time together there. So what, the lazy turnip wasn't good enough? <laughs> well, no, no offense, but we want to go someplace with little privacy since our time together is so short. Well, I, I guess I understand that. So how was Dawn's Blossom? Oh, village there is so beautiful. You know, I go to lots of places doing reviews of inns for show, and every time I come back to Pandaria, I remember why I love it here so much. Village is up on hillside with beautiful views down into valley all around, and many nice garden pathways with flowers and trees for walking and talking to each other. I especially like the arch bridges, and Tao Lin and I spend long time just watching water go underneath bridge and listening to breeze blowing through leaves. Best view is from top of Pagoda, which is highest point in village where you can see all the way to coast. Seeing broken serpent's heart not so good, and I think it make Daolin a little sad. Oh, that's that's too bad. How How is Daolin doing after what happened in the Arathi Highland? I think she is okay. She don't want to talk much about war, but few times I notice her staring off into distance with sad look on her face. So I change subject or <laughs> tell her about funny things you do on shore and it, it make her laugh. Oh, that's not... Wait, what, what do you mean? I do funny things? <laughs> sure. Like how you never actually answer any questions on letter from listener. Or uh, how you always late with papers for Professor Talib. And uh, oh, yeah, how you all excited every week about how Mighty Mushan's doing match. You, you're a funny guy, Tosh. I, uh, okay, thanks, I guess. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. So, anyway... We spend whole weekend just relaxing and walking along paths. Tao Lin wanted to do a little fishing on some ponds around village, so she tried to teach me, but <laughs> I, I am not so good fisherman. N no patience. And we have several nice meals at inn. And speaking of which, how was the inn? Oh, what, do you expect me to work and do review of inn? On my one weekend with Taolin. Oh, uh, sorry. I just kind of assumed. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tosh. I'm in such good mood. I'm silly today. Actually, Drunkenhausen is very nice in. And I give whole place five crystals. But uh, I hope you aren't expecting full review. No, no. 
I'm just glad you had a nice visit with Dao Lin. So, where to next week? Well, Dao Lin will be going back to Kaltiris and rejoin 7th Legion. So, I think I go to Stormwind and try and find Little Girl at Orphanage and do full review of one of the inns in that city. Maybe even Blue Recluse. Well, we'll look forward to it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tush. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, your home away from home in the Valley of the Four Winds. Next time you're in town, drop by and make sure to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed with pride by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to listen later for another episode of Getting Steamed with Yan, where master of the steamer, Yan Ironpaw, shares his secrets of the steamer. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. Want more awesomeness every week? Visit weeklyawesome.com. Weekly podcasts to make your week better. Remember to smile and be awesome.